Today is the second half of the conversation that we started yesterday that's part of this larger conversation about submission. But we are looking at the ways that submission practically looks like in our everyday lives and how it can affect our relationships. I pray that it blesses you. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I have a quick word. I know that you have been frustrated with being confident in how to tell the difference between hearing from God and wondering if it's your own voice. I know, I've been there myself. That's why I wrote the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. This is a six-week study that takes you through the book of John, looking at six women in the life of Jesus, how he calls them, how he encourages them, how he equips them. It also teaches the color method of Bible study, helping you to learn how to really understand the scriptures. I also include a lot of cultural and historical information that makes these familiar passages of scripture really come alive. This is a great study to do with maybe your teen girls or a group of friends from church, and it will really help you gain confidence in how to hear from the Lord and set you up with some tools that will stay with you long after the study is over. Again, head to shehears.org and you can find the Bible study on the resources page. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today is the last of five parts of a conversation on submission that we've been talking about all week as part of our larger spiritual discipline series. I pray that this series is blessing you. I know that some of these things are are hard. They're hard to hear sometimes and they're harder to implement. The whole goal of these spiritual disciplines though if you can remember what I said at the beginning of the series, is it's like exercising a muscle. And anytime we exercise a muscle, sometimes there's some soreness there. When we are building muscle at the gym or you're doing yard work or whatever it is, sometimes there's some soreness. It's the same thing when we're building spiritual muscles. And instead of shying away from that or thinking, okay, it's too painful, I want you to lean into that. Why is it sore? What is painful about it? What Are there, there things that God is convicting you about? Is there people you need to go back to and say, look, I, I didn't honor you in our relationship and I'm going to do better? Or is it a scenario where you're maybe hurt because of the way that people didn't submit to your thoughts and feelings and heart space? There's a reason why there's some soreness there. And what our temptation is, is to just dead in that or numb it out or ignore it and hope it goes away. But the way that we heal is when we lean into those things and we explore those things and we surrender those things before the throne of God. 
And so my prayer for you is this week and every week as we are talking about these spiritual disciplines is in the areas that they are uncomfortable, lean into that, pray about that, surrender that, because that's how we heal. And ultimately, all of these things are to help us to hear God better. The whole ministry, everything that I do is to help you learn how to hear Jesus. And so this is one of the ways And while you might not think, okay, practically, what's this going to do for my relationship with God? Let me tell you that we get to a place where we are surrendering our hearts to something God has called us to, and we are obedient to something that we wouldn't necessarily choose. That's where we see God show up. That's where we see his fruit in our lives. That's where we grow spiritually because it's not about us and our flesh and what our heart, our our hearts can be evil sometimes. It's not what we want to do in our selfishness, but it's what we want to do as we surrender those things to God. So I pray that this series continues to bless you. If you have prayer requests or comments or things that you, questions that you need answered, you go ahead and email me. It's rachel at shehears.org. Be blessed, friends. The fourth one, submission to our neighbors. If someone is in need, you help them. You know, our neighbor, he he has back problems and he ran his lawnmower off the road onto into the ditch. And my husband, of course, stopped and helped him get his lawnmower up and, and, and fix things up for him. And we don't even really know them that well. But when we are living in community with each other, if somebody is in need, you help them. It's genuine kindness and helping out and just living alongside of each other. And that might mean meals or babysitting or, or whatever, but it's serving your community, your neighbors in a way that communicates love. And that is not done for any other reason, but to serve God, because that's what he expects of us. It's not to rub shoulders with somebody. It's not to, you know, rub in their face, your success or anything like that. It's really this idea of kindness and, and, and being in relationship with other people. The fifth is submission to our church family and what really church community, but church should operate like a family. And if your church is too big, then I would really encourage you to get in a small group or a Bible study. And then what ends up happening is, is that church family helps you accomplish things that you have need for. So if there's jobs that are needing done or you need ministering to, or, or they need ministering to, you're there for each other. And I remember when we moved into our house, um, it was our church family that helped us move. Our biological families, they, they, they didn't help us pack one single box. It was our church family that helped us move. And, um, we had a kind of a unique situation. We had to be out of one house and into the new house and had all the closings, everything all in the same day. And of course our kids were little and it was raining and it was just an exhausting day. And it was our church family that showed up with pizza. It was our church family that helped us unload the trucks and take them back. And I can't tell you how thankful I have been for our church family over the years. And I didn't come from a super healthy family. And so in the absence of that, God has so provided with our church family. But then there's a mutual submission because when they need me, we're making meals for them, you know, whatever it is. And and hopefully you're in a situation where you have that within your church community. And if you don't, I would really recommend finding one or starting to be the example and acting that way. The sixth one, submission to the broken and marginalized of society. This is sometimes harder 
for people, it's easier said than done if you don't have experience with this. For me, this is my calling um, ministry-wise. I have a, a calling to widows and orphans and the marginalized of society. Um, James 1 27 talks about this and, and talks about serving the widows and orphans. It doesn't just mean the widows and orphans, though. It really means who are those pockets of people in your community that may or may not know the Lord, but they'd certainly need help. And we have a responsibility as believers to minister to them. And then the last one is submission to the world. And not the not in the sense of like, okay, we're going to submit to the world's standards. That's not what I mean. I mean, we have an environmental responsibility of, of being good stewards what God has given us. Because there are generations yet to come, you know, whether we like it or not. I mean, unless Jesus comes back tomorrow, um, there's going to be another generation of people on this planet after afterwards. So being good stewards of what God has given us. And so really this idea of submission is about our submission to God and his authority in our life, not necessarily submission to each other, but because we are submitting ourselves to God, then we then take seriously the things that he has called us to do, which is all these other submissive aspects of living in community and relationship with each other. It is countercultural to live this way. Um, but as we step out in obedience, he steps in with his spirit to empower us. And that's what changes us. So let me pray for you. If you have questions about this this week, I would love to have some dialogue. We're going to do some reels on Instagram. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, please go follow me over there. That's where I hang out the most. I do have a TikTok and a Facebook, but I don't really hang out there. I really hang out more on Instagram the most, but I would love to answer questions or just get your input on that. And um, let me go ahead and pray for you. Lord God, I thank you so much for my friends that are, again, seeking after you in a way that helps them to hear more clearly from you. Lord, I pray about this idea of submission, and I pray that you would help my friends for them to see possibly some distortions in their lives of maybe um, areas that they either participated in or witnessed or perpetuated some distortions of submission. Lord God, I pray that they would come to you in repentance and really just that you would show them what your idea of submission is. Lord, I pray that as they go throughout their week, that you would make yourself known and that as you call them to yourself, that, that they would recognize your voice and that they would have the strength to step out in obedience. Lord, I thank you that you pursue us and above all else that you sent Jesus to pursue us, that he did the ultimate act of submission on our behalf. Lord God, I thank you for that. I thank you for your presence and I thank you for using this podcast to reach people. In Jesus name. Amen. Guys, have a great week. If you need anything, reach out. I'd love to pray for you and walk alongside of you. Take care. Hey friends, before you go, I just wanted to fill you in on something. I've gotten a lot of questions recently about what's next. People have gone through the She Hears Bible study and they kind of want to have some direction as far as what to do next. Don't worry, I will be writing more studies, but in the meantime, the goal of the She Hears Bible study was to not only help you to learn how to hear Jesus through the example of the six women in the study, but really for you to have a, a set of tools to use that you can apply to other passages of scripture. So what I have available for you on the resources page of my website is a couple different tools to help you do just that. And depending on your budget, there's lots of options. The first option is just a very simple 
uh, ESV version book of John Bible journal. And so what that is, is on one side, you have the scripture from the the whole book of John. So on one side, you have the actual scripture verse by verse. And on the other side, you have places to take notes. And so that's a really easy place to continue doing the color method of study. And if you don't have the colors that we have designated in the study, those are available. I think they're just a couple bucks in the, in the resources page as well. But you can continue to use that color method throughout, you know, one chapter or a, a couple verses. It's a really easy way to do that. And they're small. You can kind of tuck it into your bag. The second resource is similar, except it's all four gospels like that. And so that, that one is done by Hosanna Revival and they're just beautiful. Um, I love them, just the aesthetic of them. They make me feel really special when I'm working in them. And so that's all four of the Gospels. And that's a little bit more expensive because you're getting the whole set. And then the third option, and there's two different price points depending on what you're looking for, is we have journaling Bibles. And so there's the hardcover that are beautifully painted, and then also the leather bound. And what I love about those is when you open them up inside, you will see space in the margins to continue to write. Some people just have a thing about writing in their Bibles. Not me. My Bibles are all marked up. But if you have a thing about writing in your Bibles, this could be a dedicated journaling Bible where you can do the color method and not worry about getting, you know, your study Bible all messed up. And so I pray that those resources bless you. I started putting those in the shop after people started requesting them. And then I realized that I never really told you guys about them unless you private message me. So in case you're looking for what's next, what's more, this is a really good transition after you finish the She Hears Bible study. I pray that it blesses you. Have a good week, friends. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call on your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.